Welcome to freescripturebooks.org, the knowledge of God. My name is Jeff, and we're going through word studies. We're doing the judgments. Um, last two episodes were elementary teaching of judgment, called eternal, eternal judgment. That is a judgment that everybody should believe, even at an elementary level. But now we're going to go into some other judgments that are a little bit more difficult to understand. And so let's just move on. Let's go on. We're going to talk about the books, the books that are in heaven. Daniel verse uh, chapter 7, verses 9 through 10. And I'm going to read the last part like I always do, and then I'll read the first part. It says, The court sat and the books were opened. So let's find out what context that's in. I kept looking until the thrones were set up, and the Ancient of Days uh, took his seat. And his vesture was like white snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was ablaze with flames. Its wheels were a burning fire. A river of fire was flowing. <laughs> And a coming out from before him, thousands upon thousands were attending him, and myriads upon myriads were standing before him. The, cat, the court sat, and the books were open. So apparently there are books in heaven about what's going on here on here on earth. So Daniel chapter 7, verse 9 or 10, it tells us that God has a courtroom. The Ancient of Days is Jesus, head pure white, blazing flames, burning fire. Ah. Uh, and thousands and thousands of people talking about him. If you are attending him and you see that in Revelation as well. God judges from many books. This is the books, plural. The books were open. So let's talk about what some of those books may be. Um, Genesis chapter 5 verses 1 through 2 says, This is the book of the generations of Adam. In that, in the day when God created man, he made him in his likeness of God. He created them male and female and he blessed them and named them man of the day they were created so it appears this is the book that jesus is the rightful king the lineage of jesus because it talks about adam begets seth so it doesn't talk about every person that was born it only talks about the lineage all the way up to jesus and 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 there's there's probably a book of generations of the second adam or the last adam or maybe this book continues to go that jesus begat and jesus begat every one of us you know on that cross and how did he beget that? He be, Jesus begat the church. Remember, Adam was in, you know in the garden and, and and naming the animals, and he couldn't find a mate and you know and uh, a helpmate, and so God put him to sleep, and out of his side took a rib, and then woke him up or sewed him back up and woke him up, and and there was a woman and named the woman Eve after the fall, and so Jesus was on that cross, and remember, um, Jesus was put asleep. And that spear went into a side, and that side was open, but that side is still not closed. In fact, remember when he, uh, um, Thomas was able to put, he said, I would not believe until I put my fingers in his hands and in his side. So his side is still open. So that's a womb, the womb in Jesus, and the womb of Jesus coming out, the, uh, coming out of Jesus is the church, the bride of Christ. And so every one of us who is born again, who put our trust in the Lord Jesus, we you know, we we are his sons and, and daughters, and we are also his bride. So, but anyway, that's just a way to show us. So the book of the generations of Adam will probably con continue to go on. But when it comes to Jesus begat, everybody, there's going to be a, a whole big book. So that, you know, that may well be one of those books open up on, on, on the generations of Adam. Uh, another book is the book of the covenant also known the book of moses the book of the law and this is the book that shuts every mouth the scripture talks about when the law is spoken it shuts every mouth because everyone is guilty of the law everyone has broken the law everyone has come short of the glory of god exodus 24 um, verse 3 through 8 
and this is in scripture several places, but let's read this one. Then Moses came and recounted to the people all the words of the Lord and all the ordinances. And all the people answered with one voice and said, All the words which the Lord has spoken, we will do. Moses wrote down all the words of the Lord. Then he rose early in the morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain, the twelve pillars of the twelve tribes of Israel. He sent young men of the sons of Israel, and they offered burnt offerings, sacrificed young bulls, a peace offering to the Lord. Moses took half of the blood and put it in the basins, and the other half of the blood he sprinkled on the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it in the hearing of the people and they said all the lord has spoken we will do and we will be obedient so moses took the blood and sprinkled on the people and said behold the blood of the covenant which the lord has made with you in accordance with all these words so the blood of the covenant is another book that's probably in heaven that's opened let's go to one psalms uh, 139 verses uh, verse 16 your eyes have seen my unformed substance and in your book were all written all the days that were ordained for me, when as yet there was not one of them. So there seems to be a book, God's book, and I don't know if it's one big book, or if God has a book in every one of us. I like to think God has a book in every one of us. Um, so this is partly conjecture, partly based on you know what I see on Scripture. Scripture doesn't talk about so much on these books, but there are references into them, so there is something there to be gleaned from it. And so David is talking about in your book, we're all written the days that were ordained for me. And that's kind of hard scripture to swallow because uh, <laughs> talking, David's talking about this. And David did a few things that shouldn't be in that book that God would have never written because God doesn't write those kind of things. God doesn't write those kind of books, you know. But there's, but there's an understanding here that God does write books. I think God has written a book or at least a chapter about us, everyone that's ever lived and the things he wants us to do. But it doesn't mean that book's going to be made into a movie, okay? It doesn't mean that book's going to happen. It doesn't mean that book is going to come about. But God has written great things. God has a plan for our life to do great things in our life. But it doesn't mean we're going to actually do them. So God has a book or a chapter in every one of us. How did God write a book of the days of our lives before we were and still give us freedom to choose? What God has written, what God has written, and we do not do is blot it out. That's simple. You know, God has written, you know, a book about our lives, and whatever we do, that just chapter is just tossed out. It's just cut, you know, like a film. You know, no, that didn't. That's not going to happen. So let's cut that part of the film and put it out. But God still wrote it. It just we didn't. We weren't there. We weren't at the right place. We didn't have ears to hear. We didn't seek Him on where we should be. We didn't seek Him on, on a lot of things, and so. That part of the book is just taken out. The only thing that's left is what we did do that, that God said that we would do. So the book starts with who begat us. Remember, you know, the book of generations, Adam begat Seth and, and other things, is, you know, and even Matthew talks about all the begats. And so the book starts with begat us and then begins the day we follow Jesus. So just say this book or I'm in the book of the Lord that he's wrote about me. And it right from the beginning foundation of the world, you know, you you find out that uh well you won't read about me until 20 years of age my first 27 years is unknown in heaven <laughs> praise god so just that i was born of a, uh, i was born of man and then 28 years born of god so you can see my father robert begat jeff and then when he was 28 you know he turned to the lord and served the lord of all his heart soul mind and strength so the first 27 years of my silent years at least in heaven, you probably can find some stuff down here, but don't write a book about it. Um, so, but in heaven, God only wants to see, you know, the good things he's done. And God has written marvelous things. I just missed 27 years of some marvelous things he wanted to do in my life because I wasn't seeking him for his plan. 
didn't know to even seek him, didn't know him. But nevertheless, God has written many things from the age of 28, and, and, and hopefully I've, I've, you know, caught a few of those things. And those things are going to be in, you know, in his book um, for eternity, forever and ever. And, you know, I can read your book and you can read my book. Some people may be only a paragraph. You see that in scripture. You see some people and they're just a blip, you know, and many of us well, may, may be as well. Others may have a gospel, you know, I'm hoping I have the gospel of Jeff, like the gospel of Paul, the gospel of John, you know, it's not a gospel that's different from their gospels, but it's just from what God has shown me. You know, I like to say I, I had another chapter to Ecclesiastes, you know, I got a whole bunch of uh, vanity things. This is just vanity. I hope to do, you know, pretty soon. And maybe got to put that in, you know, add that in the book of Ecclesiastes when we get to heaven. I don't know. But anyway, it'd be cool. So all your good deeds are going to be in this book that, that God ordained. So, um, only our good deeds out of love, preordained by God, are written in this book. So there's a lot of things we're talking about, um, um, books of heaven. And uh, David says, in, in your book, we're all written, the days were ordained for me. Well, it wasn't ordained for um, for uh, David to, uh, you know, to, com to commit treason or, you know, when he was, when he signed up to join the Gentiles to go against Israel, which God saved him from that sin because he didn't, he wasn't allowed to do it. God didn't ordain him to, you know, to, to sleep with, a, um, with a, another man's wife and God did not ordain him to, to kill that other man or to kill her husband. Those things were not written in the book. And there were other things that, that the Lord wanted to do that God did write in the book that, that were written out. I mean, David really wanted to uh, build God, a, you know, a house, a house of the Lord. But God says, no, you're a man of blood. <clears throat> Not to, I don't think he was just talking about him going out and, you know, and, and slaughtering people on God's behalf. But he was a man of blood because what he did to um, what Jehovah's uh, 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 husband killed him. So he wasn't allowed to. So there are many things that um, that are written, that are blotted out. So let's go on uh, to uh, Malachi 3, 16 and 18. It talks about another book here. Then those who feared the Lord spoke to one another, and the Lord gave attention and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written, a book of remembrance before him, for those who fear the Lord and, and who esteem his name. They, were, they will be mine, says the Lord of hosts, on the day that I prepare my own possession, and I will spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. So you will again distinguish between the righteous and the wicked, between one who serves God and the one who does not serve him. So the book of remembrance, we want to be in that book. We want to be remembered by God in that book. It's different from the book of life, which the book of life we're talking about later on. But this is the book of remembrance. So every good deed we ever done is written in this book. Don't you want to be in that book? I once got published in a book of poems. Don't go find that book. That was before I was saved, so it wasn't a very good poem. But but I was published in a, you know, in a bunch of uh, other people's poems. So anyway, remember in the book of Esther, Mordecai's good deed for the king. Mordecai went to the king and told him there's an assassination. There's going to... Uh, uh, um, a plan coming and and the king was able to thwart it and and then later on the king is going couldn't sleep during the night and says bring me the book you know a book of remembrance type thing and, and he, he read what uh, Mordecai had done for him he says have I done anything for Mordecai have I blessed him anyway have I rewarded him for him he says no 
and then find out the king's warded. Well, it's the same thing. The God is going to reward us out of the book of remembrance. All the, all the good things we've done, you know, here and now, the natural, you know, and, and strived out, of, you know, for love and, and, and walked in persecutions, you know, to, to love our neighbor, to love our enemy, to give drink to our enemy. This is going to be written in this book of remembrance. So possibly, you know, this book's the book of those who are going to the rapture. I know I just opened up a, you know, can of worms on that one, but but there, I still believe that there is a place where going to, the church is going to be taken out of this world for a time, um, while God, you know, uh, 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 while Jesus, you know, gets married to his bride and and tells us what place we're going to be in our government and recommission us before we come back to earth, and and God is judging the earth for you know disobeying uh, uh, the truth, disobeying Jesus. But I do believe those people who, who are doing the work of the ministry, rather it be just simply showing up for work and being encouraging to those who are just having hope and people asking for your hope or to those who are just ministering, whatever is, whatever good deeds it is, who gives a you know, cup of water to one of these, God's not going to forget. You're going to be in the book of remembrance. So I believe this is a book that's going to be judged out of, you know, for those who are, you know, temporarily taken out of this world. And Jesus is coming back for those who are working the works of God waiting and longing for him to return you know how do we do the works of god simply believe we believe that we can because jesus has empowered us to go onto the highways and byways and then compel the people to come into the kingdom of god so remember the parable of the wicked slave who left his post because he thought his master was late in coming we're not going to read that over here because we're talking about the books of remembrance and i don't want to go on another rabbit trail but uh we want to be in this book of remembrance Let's go to another book. I'm almost, almost out of time here. This might be a part two thing too. Okay, so this is Revelations chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. Really good. I saw on the right hand of him who sat on the throne a book written inside and on the back, sealed up with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaim with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to break its seals? And no one in heaven or on earth or under earth was able to open the book or look into it. When I began to weep greatly because no one was found worthy to open the book or look into it, and one of the elders said to me, Stop weeping. Behold, the lion that is from the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has, become, has overcome so as to open the book in its seven seals. Who is worthy to open the book? Jesus is worthy to open a book. This is a book that cannot be opened. It had seven seals on it. Nobody could open it that ever had tasted of sin. And so there's only one person ever born of the flesh, only ever born of woman that is able to open this book. And everybody's weeping because this book is a book of life. And if you can't open this book to find out who's in the book of life, nobody's going to have eternal life. So that's a good reason to cry. <laughs> God's going to say, I got to judge you. And if nobody can open this book, then you're all going to be judged and you're going to be judged in a way we don't want to be judged. So. It's the book of life. Jesus was worthy open the, to open this book. And he was able to open the book, break all seven seals, open the book and find out exactly who is in the book of life, who receives eternal life and spends eternity with the Lord Jesus and the Father and the Holy Spirit. Uh, so, so we need someone who is better qualified than us to open the book, and that is Jesus. Jesus is worthy to open the book. So we're going to go on part two of this. Free scripture books.org. Be blessed.